Welcome to another episode of Confessions of a Modern Artist. I'm your host, Luke Wynn. My confession for today, for a long time, I had no idea who I was. Yeah, this is my confession. This is my confession. This is my confession. This is my confession. First of all, how is everybody doing? We have a Discord account where y'all can come DM us. We can message. We can get together as a group, a collaborative of collectives and ask each other that. We can answer it as well. Let me know if you're doing good. Let me know if there's something that you're struggling on. Let me know if there's something that you feel like you hit a brick wall. We all want to be there to help you, help you get through it because we know what it's like to be a creative, to have hopes and have dreams, but not know how to navigate through this this journey. (laughs) But I hope you guys are doing good. And if not, I hope by the end of this, you'll be doing great. I'm going to be honest with you guys. I was a very, very insecure kid, right? (laughs) I remember by the time I was... 16, and I had reached its height. I would only wear hoodies, including over the summer, just to block off my skinny arms, which for all the skinny people out there, I got to I gotta tell y'all, let me just, let me free you guys right now. People have been doing this. Where is it? You see that? People have been doing this to me since like elementary school. Like, oh, you're so skinny. And then they do this. Guess what? I'm 30 years old, 200 pounds, and still. Like, do you know how fat you have to be to not be able to touch <laughs> People put so much emphasis on that. That that killed me for such a long time. I was like, oh my gosh, I'm so skinny. <laughs> it's so ridiculous. Man. Adolescence is so funny because you're trying to figure out who you are in a world that tries to tell you what you're not. And then you have people close to you that try to point out all the flaws and get you to define yourself based on all those flaws, you know? But thank God we are overcomers through the blood of Jesus. <laughs> but um, yeah, that was a, a side note. But yeah, so when I was 16, yes, very insecure. Um, there was this one girl who I was liking who my brother wasn't liking at all, my older brother. He was the man back in the day, by the way. Um, he actually said some extremely hurtful words to him because the chick that I was like digging at the time started to dig him and... Like, just in my insecurities, like, I let out some really, really harsh words. I eventually apologized for it. But when you're going through these insecurities and trying to find yourself, a lot of times, like, it's an internal battle. And for me, and if you're creative, I know you can understand, so much of our battles are internal. So much of our battles are mentally. So much of our battles, you know, like, we don't even really know how to express it. So we just battle through it and then we hit this point where it all explodes. And now I'm looking crazy because I said something that was hurtful to my brother, but it was deeply rooted in like years of just insecurity, years of feeling like I was always second best to him, you know? So by the time I was 16, I was super insecure. But I finally got over all that when I was, mm, still felt insecure about being skinny. But <laughs> but uh, a lot of the things that 
uh, was kind of like overwhelming me. I kind of got out, got out of when I was like uh, 17, 18 years old, when uh, I started to go to college by myself and I was no longer under my brother's shadow. And I started, to, I started to see, you know, my real potential, you know. So then for the next two years, I become this guy that's the completely opposite, right? Overly confident, you know, overly secure in, him, in himself, overly dedicated, you know, feeling like I have this vision for my life, feeling like, you know, I knew where my life was headed. I had plans and I felt like I was going to reach certain goals and all those, you know, those very, very cliche things. And looking back at it now, I can tell you guys, I knew, I still did not know who I was. <laughs> I had no idea who I was. Because when you're basing your life off of, like, in spite of your flaw, in spite of what the naysayers say, in spite of what my own mental thoughts are trying to attack and defeat me with, you're not actually living your life. You're living their life. You're living the life that they're creating for you. <sighs> Sorry. You're living a life that is fabricated by the people in the society around you. And a lot of times you look in the mirror and you're trying to decide who you want to become. And let me free you guys in knowing this. Life is so big. It is so vast. It is so broad that you're always going to be changing. You're always going to be going through a constant evolution. And that is okay. You know, maybe in high school you were the jock. Okay, well, maybe now in college, you can be the nerd. Okay, well, maybe at your job, you can be a leader. You don't have to be that same exact person who you were when you were young for the entirety of your life, you know? And opposite, in my perspective, you don't have to be an extreme opposite version of that person that you were when you were young, you know? There's so many people who... We create these personas based off of who we wish we could have been when we were younger. And that's not necessarily the, uh, the proper way to find yourself. A lot of times when you're doing that, you're denying certain interests that you have. You're denying certain curiosities that you have. You know, you become insecure about certain things that you literally liked. Like, uh, like I said a couple episodes ago, Back then, like, when I was younger, you can get roasted for whatever. Like, you could be eating a peanut butter bread sandwich and get roasted for it. And at, at those times in my life, that would put a trigger in my own thought to, to no longer eat those peanut butter sandwiches because I don't want to get made up for it. I don't want to get made fun of for it. Uh, let me just try to assimilate. So I might have this desire to eat peanut butter sandwiches, but let me just go ahead and assimilate in order to please the people who are around me. And a lot of times that type of thinking can carry on into adulthood. And the biggest place where I saw that so constantly was um, like in my creativity and my music, I felt like I, was, I had to walk on eggshells. I felt like, you know, there are certain people in my life who thought that I could rap really well, some people who didn't. There was some people who thought that I should be singing some people who didn't. And then some people just thought that I just flat out could not sing good at all, you know. Um, so now I have all these different opinions and I'm trying to navigate and weave my way through it. Not even to mention, at the, like, me rapping heavily about, you know, Christian hip-hop, trying to be the next Lecrae, 
having people say, oh, no, you don't want to do that. You should sound like this guy. Or, oh, no, listen to this. You have so many different ideas and concepts and ideologies that people are trying to place on you that it's really hard to figure out what you want unless you're really secure in who you are in God. You know, who I was at that time, I can say I was definitely authentic to what I felt and what I believed. But in the midst of that, I was constantly battling outside forces. I was constantly battling opinions of other people. I was constantly battling those old feelings of being insignificant, being weak, not being good enough. Battling all that, I didn't have freedom to really just be me and have peace in being me. Because at that point, it's like I might make a song and I liked it, but now I'm on edge until I can see what someone else thinks about it. Now I'm on edge until I can get that validation that I want. And if I didn't get that validation, then I might retract. <laughs> I have like, a, I have a bunch of music I never put out because one person said one thing about it that didn't feel good. So not even, the funny part is, didn't even go in and make any changes or make any efforts to try to fix it. I just slept on it. And it's funny because you can come off as this confident kid who knows what he's doing with his life, but nobody sees those intimate moments when you're alone, when you're dwelling on just small words, small things that have such huge impact in your life. So as I said, for a long time, I did not know who I was. The foundation of who I was was there. My core values were absolutely there. But how I was intending on living out my core values was in question for a very long time. It's, it's funny um, seeing like young Christians uh, who debate about certain things, right? Like I said, that age range between like 18 and 25. Oh, is it okay to drink? Is it okay to go to club? You got all these things. And for me, at that time, not knowing what I know now, feeling like, how can I say something that's pleasing to these people in an argument, you know, whatever the case may be? How can I say something that's pleasing and still wins them over? Um, not understanding the key, like the core fundamental values that I had were essential for everybody's life, you know? Um, that might be beating around the bush a little bit, but there's just certain things in my life where I, I was just, I was very overconfident very overconfident, and it's, it's okay. It's okay to be confident in yourself, definitely. But I've come to the place where I can admit, I, I know the difference between being secure in what your identity is and living under that constant scrutiny of society and of yourself internally. And how I bring that to creators is this. A lot of us do not know our identity, and our craft. You know, a lot of us, we may try to write a song like Future or we want to make a song like Migos or we want to write a movie like Ava DuVernay or we want to, we have these model people and examples that we try to, we want to try to imitate or mimic because we're, we get a little insecure that what we have to offer on its own may not be good enough. And that's a lie. Like, the best art comes from people who are just creating. People who are creating exactly what they feel. They're creating exactly 
what has true depth and meaning to them. Honestly, this podcast, for example, right? I've been wanting to do it for a while. And the biggest thing that kind of clicked in my mind is understanding that there are, there are people out there who want to hear my voice. There are people out there who would get, would have value, would get value and would learn something from my stories, from my experiences who I can't benefit. And because of that, I'm able to open up and be raw and vulnerable with you guys. But before, even I'll say even a year ago, that wasn't the case. I was, I was first going to, and one thing that I do, and I'm going to address this like maybe in a later episode, but I have the tendency to hide behind things, right? In music, you're hiding behind the product, b- production. My raps aren't that good, but I'm going to make sure the music is great. Then once the raps get better, okay, cool. Now I'm going to overcompensate for, with autotune. There's always this level of what can I hide behind because I know what I'm flawed at? What can I hide behind because I know where my pitfalls are? I know what's lacking, you know? But if I can make up in a different area, it'll be all right. And with podcasting, I was initially going to call this Confessions of a Struggling Artist. <laughs> Why? To hide behind humor. So much of my, so much of my life. I have hidden behind jokes, behind humor. Like if I'm nervous, like every single, I took communications twice in class. Every presentation, I made sure to add humor into it. Every time I was in class in order to make myself known, even though I was insecure, even though I was low-key shy and didn't really like the attention like that, I would intentionally make myself be a class clown because I can hide behind the humor the humor is the shield that's, that's almost shielding me from how I really feel internally. So that being said, having that name, Confessions of a Struggling Artist, I knew I could just come on here, tell a bunch of jokes, have some fun, just tell a bunch of stories that people can relate to. But there was really no purpose behind it. And because there was no purpose and there was no depth, I knew I couldn't do it. The reason why I'm able to do it now It's because, like I said, I understand the meaning behind it. I've spoken with so many different creators, influencers, artists, writers, producers. I've spoken to so many different people who do need somebody who can let them know, I was where you are. I may be exactly where you are right now. And let's, we can come up together. We can grow together. I'm just secure enough in myself now and in my art to where I understand there's no, there's no such thing as perfection. A lot of times we can get so hung up at trying to do things perfectly or trying to do things that are similar to someone else, your favorite artist or your favorite creator, that when you fail to hit that bar, that crumbles your talents. It crumbles your gifting. And that's literally because you're still not secure in your identity as a creative, as an artist, as a a talent as someone who has purpose. And I got to be honest, it's so freeing and you get so much peace when you are creating because it's what you love to do and what it's what you're called to do and it's what you find enjoyment in. Don't allow something that's meant to be enjoyment and be a blessing to others to become something that chokes and constricts you. Don't allow this to become something that causes you to feel anxiety, insecurity, causes you to lose sight of who you are. 
like I said earlier, you know, hopefully in your adolescence, you develop core values and traits that will be the foundation of who you are, you know, as a person and as an artist. So don't be afraid to go back to the basics and think, how did I get here? What was that first moment when I decided to write that song? What was that first moment like when I heard my voice on a record? <laughs> so often, man. I know like I'm not where I would ideally like to be. And I say that because I don't, I'm over that phase. But so many times I just look back at 17-year-old Luke and I just smile because <laughs> I would be so proud of myself. Like, if you were to see my journey and see, like, just hear the music that I made, he would be like, what? He would be so amazed. And that's one thing that keeps me going. It's just like, wow. Like, I, you can take for granted your progress. You know, when you're working and you're putting in reps and you're getting better every single day, you may not see it, but just think. What would the 17-year-old version of you think about yourself? What would the 13-year-old version of you think about yourself? <laughs> I don't know. If I went back to the 13-year-old version of me, he'd be like, we're not insecure about being skinny? <laughs> or he might say, really, we're still skinny? <laughs> it's so funny. We definitely have those, we've all had those moments that cause us to fall in love with our craft. As you're falling in love with your craft, give yourself grace to develop, give yourself grace to make mistakes, and ultimately give yourself grace to get back up and keep going at it. Because this race can sometimes be unforgiving, it can be long, it can be painful. But if you're doing something that you love, it's, it's easy. So what's your confession for today? Do you know who you are as an artist right now? Are you a drummer? Are you a producer? Are you a songwriter? Are you a rapper? How do you live out your identity through your craft? Do you allow other people's words hinder you from going forth in your purpose and in your gifting? And if so, how much longer are you going to allow that to keep happening? How much longer are you going to continue to be stalled based off of the perceptions of someone else or the hidden deep insecurities that you've been holding on to? I encourage you guys right now, let it go. Let it go and create. This is such a blessing. It is such an honor and a privilege to have creative talents because being able to create something from nothing, being able to have a voice that can make someone feel something, being able to have ideas and concepts mentally that you can write down that gives someone a feeling of hope, of justice, of love. Don't take that for granted. And don't be so overly judgmental towards yourself to where all you do is criticize, criticize, criticize and hide. We have a Discord. If you want to communicate with us, if you want to get in the chat, I'm really excited. I'm really excited for the growth of our community, the confessional, the artist confessional. So many of us have gone through things that we can learn from, that we can be healed from, 
that we can, you know, draw motivation from. So find us there. I'll see you next time. This is my confessional. This is my confessional. This is my confessional. This is my confessional. This is my confessional.